an illiterate, unskilled man with no legs and only one arm, and a nine-year-old boy crippled by polio, have helped to shape the work of a vital Red Cross team in war-torn Afghanistan. An enthralled audience at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine heard the personal account of Alberto Cairo, who's been fitting artificial limbs in Kabul ever since 1990, originally for war victims. When I started, it was my job was just uh, to make uh, arms and legs for uh, war victims, and then we realized that it was a kind of discrimination just to focus on uh, on uh, these kind of uh, um, disabled people, forgetting people with other pathologies like like poliomyelitis, like uh, uh, children with congenital deformities, or simple simply people with uh, that suffered car accident. So we opened to anybody. So now. Any um, person with a motor disability uh, can be assisted by us. How did you achieve that sort of evolution from your original job description to make legs and arms for war victims into something which was a lot more than that? I was forced in a way because because if you open your eyes and you see what is around, you cannot just saying that no, my mandate is just the war victims. See, you have to assist anybody, you have to, to do something more if the needs are there, if you are there, if you have the means and the capability to do that, you have to, to do it. One of your patients was uh, Mahmoud. Can you tell me about him? Uh, Mahmoud was, uh, was a person that forced me to force, when I say force, really, in the, in the very sense of the words, because he came in a very difficult situation when the orthopedic center was our rehabilitation centers were closed because of the fight and uh, thanks to him we understood that uh, physical rehabilitation is a priority always a dignity dignity is something that can never wait and then later on he, he asked me for a job and then uh, a person like him without uh, without two legs only with, with one arm uh, illiterate and uh, unskilled he was asking for a job i was almost shocked i said how can how can he ask for something like that and then we understood that given the right opportunity, anybody can do anything. So we started, thanks to him, a, a, a policy of a positive discrimination, giving job to disabled and uh, practically disabled only. Was he able to work as efficiently as your other workers? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, with the, with the, if you adapt a little his, his, his place of work, he could do everything because... Well, you know, there is always a, an opportunity for for uh, for anybody if you give the right chances. Definitely, it's uh, it was very good. He was faster. He was motivated. He has something to prove. And very briefly, uh, also Jawad was was another person you've been talking about here. Well, Jawad and above all his mother, because uh, his mother pushed us uh, to to change and to open to 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 start assisting to non-war victims because. Uh, Jawad uh, is a child affected by polio. And then uh, she pushed us in, a, in such a way, telling me, repeating me, what is the difference between him and the disabled of war? It's the same. They are all disabled. Help them. And later on, she, she, she also uh, made us understood that, uh, that uh, a child has to, to, a disabled child has the right to education. So she pushed us, she forced us to, to start uh, home classes for disabled children, for severely disabled children. Okay, so you've gone on to education, you've gone on to jobs, you've found that dignity and other aspects of rehabilitation are important. You've even gone on to basketball. Oh, yeah, sport. Sport is a right. Sport is a right. I mean, a sport gives... A, a sport is a perfect combination between, between uh, physical rehabilitation and social reintegration. It gives everything. And on top of that, it gives fun and joy. So how can we deny anything like that? 
Carl Blanchet, you're here at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. You're working with some of these aims in mind. What did you make of what we've been hearing about today? It's fantastic to hear Alberto talking about uh, physical reputation and disability issues. I mean, he has so many stories and lively um, anecdotes about his work. And it's important for us to invite someone who has first-hand experience in a complex country, in complex settings, to talk about all these issues who are not only technical or clinical, but more than that, they're social and political issues. But it's so difficult and so complex and so personal. How can an organisation like the London School of Hygiene actually do something and make some progress in this field? So what we're trying to do is, and this is a collaboration that is starting with RCRC, RCRC, International Committee of the Red Cross, is to try to help uh, people who work on these programs to generate evidence and information so that they can make better decisions. That's the role of the London School. And, and what are you physically doing at the moment? So we have, we have, um, we have conducted um, uh, a huge um, an extensive evaluation of the physical rehabilitation program of RCRC. This is how I met Alberto in, in Afghanistan. And as well now, we're going to a second stage where we're going to conduct a few studies on physical rehabilitation. So uh, Alberto Caro, what is the word that you would like to put out around the world that should inspire people to make improvements in these fields of helping disability? I'm convinced more and more that a disabled person is an asset of the society. It's not a burden. Still in many places, it remains a burden. And this is something that has to be fought in any possible way. Disability is not something to be scared of. It's part of our life the normal life, and then it has to become the part of daily life of everybody. Alberto Cairo, head of the International Committee of the Red Cross's orthopaedic services in Afghanistan, and Carl Blanchet from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine's International Centre for Evidence on Disability. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.